Hi, and welcome to this week's Three Legs, Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with... Dan. Chris. Sean. And once again, no Lee. No Lee. No. <laughs> Lee is not well, but he's not... We know. Not as not well. <laughs> not as not well as he has been. But not the 100%. No. Just no, not... I one... think he's been reintroducing normal life into his life. I might have done it a bit too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. What is normal in his life? That is the question. Yeah. We've all done that, haven't we? After after a bit of illness, I mean, it doesn't have to be quite as serious as what Lee had. But we all we've all done the thing. Like I feel great today. I'm going to go and do this, and, and then you kind of overcorrect, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Like, I'm going to go run a marathon and yeah. climb a mountain and eat something a bit extreme. And yeah. Yeah. you've been watching body form adverts. I have no idea. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one way to get started. Um, <laughs> why, mate? Uh, Chinese Grand Prix week. Yes. This week. The thousandth points-paying F1 Grand Prix. F1 1000, I think, is the hashtag being used. Yeah. As somebody weekend. pointed out, though, on Twitter, not the thousandth Formula One race. Yeah. The F1 1000 does make it look like F11 thousand. Which is I one, would watch that series. That's one seriously <laughs> souped-up formula. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's not the 1,000th Formula 1 race, it's the 1,000th Championship Points scoring race. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll have uh, a few things to say about that later, but there are a few sort of sort of newsy Half bits. Half news stories, tidbits, etc. Yeah. Um, first one being something something happening on a Monday, which was McLaren have launched the IndyCar. It's very nice of them to have done it on a Monday. I was mm, really expecting tomorrow morning. I saw the um, renders when I sent them through, didn't I, to you, when, um, when I saw that the... good-looking car, isn't it? It's quite good-looking. It's very, very similar, of course, to the Formula One livery, but the... Um... Anyone would think they had a coordinated marketing strategy. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it looks... Given that all indie cars look the same... It, That's because they use standardised aero yeah, kits. Know, yeah. <laughs> it looks like an indie car. Yeah, it looks quite cool. <laughs> but it painted, does look cool. But painted orange. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll definitely stand out at the uh, at the Indy 500. Well, I hope so. I hope there's not another car there painted orange and blue because I'll I'll get well confused. There weren't any orange and blue cars in no. that kind of color scheme last night. Scott Dixon's is orange and blue, but that's mainly blue and orange. Yeah, Carlin as well is sort of blue with. Do they have yellowy bits on there? Yeah. Yeah. No, we should we should be able to tell. Uh, and I've made the executive decision. We are live blogging Indy this year because of Alonso. Okay. And it gets me out of doing a gig that I don't want to do. It's the Alonso ah. factor. So <laughs> it's the Alonso factor, and I don't want to do a gig on a Sunday tea time. Oh, is it that Sunday? <laughs> it's again? that Sunday. It's the same day as Monaco, it's so it's a long day Sunday. of blogging. It will be yes. So the Alonso factor, much like there was in 2017, expect um, lots of three legs, four wheels listeners to have questions about IndyCar um, in the lead up to to the Indy 500 because the Formula One contingent watching for IndyCar purely because Alonso's doing it. Um, will be quite big. And, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's Alonso and actual proper McLaren this time, isn't it? Yeah, it's not McLaren by Andretti. Yeah. It's Alonso in a McLaren-entered team run by Bob Fernley. Yeah. Actual entry with a Chevrolet engine, not yeah. a Honda this time. <laughs> not surprised, let's be honest. <laughs> Although the, the, the Hondas did very well this week. Yeah, what well, was it? The top eight, top nine were all Honda engines in last night's like race. That, yeah. Well, the thing is, even if Honda are superior in IndyCar, you can't have Alonso driving no. a McLaren Honda. No. Not after what he said about him. No, you can, you can just imagine he's, he's rounding turn three, twenty laps in. 
half the pack gets in front of him. Indie Lights Engine! Indie Lights Engine! It doesn't have the same <laughs> ring. No, exactly, yeah. Particularly with his affiliation with um, Toyota as well. Yes. It doesn't help. Yeah, I think, well, Honda actually said they would not provide him with an engine as long as he was driving for Toyota. Uh, the other Alonso and news. I'm sure he was really upset about that. I think he was gutted. <laughs> the other Alonso news is that he's announced he's going to make an announcement about his 2020 schedule in July. Oh, has right. he? Right. Yes. yes that, that, he's announced this after doing a Formula One test. He likes the 2019 car. But on the day that his Indy car gets released. Oh, significant. I think McLaren will be... I, I don't think he'll be uh, returning to Formula One. Uh, I think he will be doing 2020... IndyCar full season uh, in a McLaren. I think it'll be a, a full McLaren entry into IndyCar. Well, they are taking they are taking it really seriously. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, obviously, so. the work sort of two years ago, they weren't doing it for lols. But um, getting someone like Bob Fernley, a lot of Formula One experience to actually run the whole program. Yeah, Bob Fernley, of course, used to be the. Um, the, the, Force India. Yeah, he was a Co- co-team principal. Yeah, uh, uh, Force India. He he left when the Racing Point takeover happened. Didn't mm. he? he was uh, he was um, moved aside and out of the company, and then Artmar Shafnoy was moved up to to become actual team principal. Yeah, the, team the old VJ Malia role where he couldn't, but he couldn't attend any races because he was in his secret bunker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see what Alonso does next year. Obviously, it still gives us a good couple, couple of months, three months of pure speculation, and we are good at that. Yeah. Yay. Um, we'll try and get Fernando Alonso on the show, see if he'll tell us early. I think it's <laughs> possibly more likely that we'll... I'll try and get Adrian from IndyCar UK to come on again, and he can talk us through the Indy 500 closer to the time. That might be a good idea. Yeah. I will, I will have a word and um, see if we can get him, or if there's any other... Um, IndyCar experts that we can find. And if anybody, of course, is uh, signed up, I'm talking the UK mainly here, is signed up to Sky Sports F1 uh, on, on Sky, you can watch IndyCar if you want to start getting into it a little bit more because the races are on that channel. Yes. So you can, And it's not all ovals. No, it's not. But you can you can watch uh, IndyCar if you want to get into it, maybe learn some drivers' names or, you know. But like uh, Max Chilton, Marcus Ericsson, Takuma Sato. Oh, shit. Ericsson's going to win it, isn't he? It was seventh this, this right in week. front, in front of Alonso. <laughs> that would be amazing. Could you, ima- could you imagine Alonso's face? You've done two Indy 500s, <laughs> and you in 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 Takuma Sato won the first, and Marcus Ericsson won the second. <laughs> It'd be funnier if Max Chilton won it. It might be funnier if Max Chilton won it. Yeah. Oh, Alex Rossi, another XF1 driver in IndyCar at the minute, yep. and Indy 500 winner, and Indy 500 at the winner. First time of asking. Yes, Xander Rossi doesn't like being called Alexander, does he, or Alex? It changes from week to week. Okay. I think it was Alexander on the commentary last night. Might have been. Can't remember. <laughs> does, he, does he drive under an American licence or is he yes. Italian? Yeah. American. No, he, he, is, he is an American driver. Yeah. Just has an Italian name. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite sure where he gets, well, probably Italy. Where, <laughs> where he gets the Rossi from. But. Yeah. Same place as Spag Ball. Yes. <laughs> In joke for the patrons. Yes. Um, what else have we got? Well, we'll stay on the subject of Alonso because we like to talk about him. Oh, hang on, Lee's not here. We don't have to constantly talk don't about have, him, do No, we? we don't have to. But he did take part in the Barcelona test last week. Bahrain, Bahrain test. Why did I say Barcelona? Because that's not <laughs> happening for about another four weeks. No. Um, yeah, he um, was not last in a McLaren. No, and he said that the, he was very uh, complimentary about the 2019 car, said that all the good things are carried over from the 2018 car, but, but were... But were 
amplified. They were, you know, the, there's really good stability through the corners, which meant he was able to carry good speed uh, and good acceleration on the straights. Um, all round, a, a good improvement from McLaren from 2018 to 2019. Um, Carlos Sainz Jr. did the. Um, I, th- I think he's progressed beyond Jr. now. Yeah. He's just Carlos he's Sainz. Carlos, Sainz. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, but, but he's, he's, got, he's got a sensible grown-up haircut now. Yeah, well, he has, <laughs> but we'll talk about Alonso getting in the car. I want to make sure that we don't confuse which Carlos Sainz is doing what. Um, Carlos Sainz filmed uh, Alonso getting out of the car, and we were talking about that on last week's. Yeah, last week. So that was a, a bit of a teaser. It was nice to, it was nice to see Alonso's name. I do miss Alonso a little bit in Formula One now that he's, he's not around. But I also miss Kimi Räikkönen, but he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me that's just noticed that Kimi Räikkönen's barely been on TV? Since? He did have a good moment, didn't he, in Bahrain on the radio? Yeah. Was it? How, uh, how's, how's the front how's wing? Why well, you tell me? You tell me. I can't see it. <laughs> Um, other other participants in the test were um, the only F two driver this season, Mick Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, nobody else is in F two because that's all that they were reporting on last week. This is very true. Um, well, he, he did okay. He, he was he was all right. He says that he wants to be a more complete driver before he goes to Formula One, which is possibly one of the most sensible things that he said because he's only he's only done one F two weekend. I think there's there's a lot of pressure being put on yeah. him at the moment, yeah. and especially with all the focus on him during his debut race weekend. It's not well. He'd have to get used to that anyway, because if he went anywhere near Formula One, then the world's press would would descend yeah. on on oh, Melbourne. Yeah. You know, when it, when it came to, to him doing his first race in in a Formula One car. Um, but, let, but you'd like a, like a chance to make your stupid rookie mistakes without everyone watching. So yeah, but yeah. let's be honest, he is going to make it to Formula One. It's just a case of when. I just I just hope that he's he's not pushed into the Alpha team say next year um, if he's not ready because that's not not right for him. It's not right for Formula One. It's it's not right for a lot of other drivers who who do take their time learning slowly and eradicating their rookie mistakes before them. You know. To get ready before they make the, the next step up, and Julian Palmer, yeah. <laughs> well, I think Verstappen's a good example of this, though, isn't it? Someone who yeah. probably found themselves in F1 way too soon and has got this reputation as being someone who makes silly mistakes and is now well rounded, yeah. But it's, those are the same mistakes your standard F3, F2 driver exactly. would be making. Julian at Palmer, that age. Julian Palmer actually said something interesting on the uh, on the BBC column today when he was talking about Sebastian Vettel and his and his spins. Um, and, and things like that, but he, he compared Max Verstappen's um, progression uh, over the last couple of years. Like Max had uh, a terrible start to last year, and um, was it like five, six races where he where he crashed the car in at mm-hmm. least one session every yeah every weekend. And but then after Ricardo won in uh, Monaco, then it, it it suddenly became you know Max just got his head down and was just. Ever since then, he's just been, he's been brilliant. You know, he's now in a Red Bull. He's leading that Red Bull team. Not that that's difficult the way that that, that, that Gasly is is driving, but you've got two drivers there who are a prime example of, of that. Like Sean just said, you got Verstappen, who's now t- it's taken him. This is his fifth season in Formula One. And it's taken him this long to so, get. Yeah. To, yeah, it's taken this long right. to round off the you know, round 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 off those edges, get a bit smoother, adapt to being a Formula One driver rather than just a single seat, um, open wheel racer. Gasly's still learning, and it's quite clear that he's a couple of years behind Max Verstappen in terms of um, you know, development. 
you don't want that, that happening to a name like Mick Schumacher because Mick Schumacher, there's going to be the, the, the expectation that's going to be on him is going to be massive. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, I mean, a lot of it does come down to the name as well because when, when Max Verstappen came in, it was. Jos Verstappen had a reputation of being world class once a season, I'll say. I could. Um... Yeah, maybe. I, I I can't. Aside from his podium at, um, what was he? He was a Grosjean, really, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was. There, there was, was obviously a driver there, but. Yeah, it was, it was either lap records or yellow flags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got a podium at one point. I can't remember where that was. Um, but I remember Michael Schumacher's massive surprise. I was, I was, I was only watching the, the race where he got the podium the other the other night but did you see the Michael Schu- the face of Michael Schumacher when Verstappen pulls into the third place it was clearly in the days before they told like everybody on the on team radio what, what had happened yeah it was a real what are you doing here yeah yeah Michael Schumacher's like oh right and was it Damon Hill for any second something like that or some or Coulthard somebody I think in, it was Coulthard yeah and Williams uh, shook hands with David Coulthard turns round and Jos Verstappen pulls into third place and Schumacher's like what are you doing here <laughs> So, Genuine um, surprise. Yoss's two podiums um, came in Hungary and Belgium in 1994. So right next to each other. It must have been the Hungarian Grand Prix in 94 mm. then. That was the first of the, the two. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, when Max came into F1, he didn't have as much weight of the name on him that Mick Schumacher will have. No, exactly. Um, Verstappen... Jos Verstappen wasn't a, a race winner, let alone a seven-time record-breaking world champion. You know, it's it's a lot to live up to for, for for young Mick, and I do feel, and I said this last week and the week before, I do feel like he's being dragged through to try and get him in as quickly as possible. And I wish they just let him become a driver. He's clearly going to make Formula One anyway. That doesn't matter. Just let him become a driver first before they move him in. Yeah, I think I think he's in F two a year too soon. I think he, I think he actually should be in F three this year. Well, he won F three. Um, European European F three. Yeah, yeah. Which is is it merged now this year? Is this the year the, ser- the series yes. have merged, but they're still driving the GP three cars that were last year. Yeah, the old F three cars. Um, well, as it turns out, they're now not being used because the series that they were using them in has um, not happened. The, the, Europe, was it the European Masters series they were yeah. Yeah. in, and that folded. And that's going to have the same spec as the W Series, I think. Oh, yes, yeah, so the W Series bought some of the F3, European so. F3 cars. It's very confusing. There's a lot of new series. <laughs> lose track of what's what. But the, but the European Masters now isn't going to happen. Yes. Which I think was the support series to DTM, I want I think to one say. of them, How yeah. How confusing. It's, yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass of a... Thing. Yeah, you get you get outside the ones at Liberty on. It's very hard to get your head round. <laughs> but I think you know. Yeah, I agree with Paul. Another year in F two years in F two is probably about right. Get get those rookie mistakes out of the way before you come into Formula One. Yeah. Don't do you know? Was it two years in F three? First year in F three. Don't forget he was terrible. Yeah. Um, First year and a half in F three. He was okay. He was all right in the in the first half of his second second and championship winning season. But it was literally like somebody came up to him and went, "If you press that button on your steering wheel, you'll you'll go a lot faster." And he went, oh, no one told me that. And all of a sudden, he started <laughs> winning races. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, literally, literally was like that happened. And because he was winning races at the expense of somebody else that was driving in the Bahrain test, which was Red Bull's Dan Tictum, 
who they've definitely got earmarked for a spot in one of the teams at some point just when he's allowed. Um, he still doesn't have the super license points. Yeah, he's he's only just... This is the first test he's done because it's the first time he's had enough points for a test license. Which I think is, is 20-odd? Th- it's either 20 or 25. So, yeah, so he's still got a little way to go, sir. I don't even know what series he's racing in this year. Dan Tictum. Um, yeah. yeah, I think... Is he in F3? F3, I think he's in F3. I think, yeah. I will look into this while you talk amongst was yourselves. He, was it last year he did Super Formula? He did Super Formula. Uh, he did Super Formula, and he did um, F, not F three. Yes, European F three. European F three. But he had to win European F three to get the super license points that and he needed. And of course, needed. Michael yeah. Schumacher. Sorry, Mick Schumacher. He is Michael, but yeah, Mick Schumacher won um, F three in European F three. So. That's why Dan Tictum doesn't have a super license. <laughs> yes. Well, no, Dan Tictum doesn't have a super license because he got banned for a year for driving into someone on purpose in a Santino Ferrucci styley when he was in, I think it was British F4. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's the real reason Dan Tictum doesn't have a super license because he's missing a year's worth of points. Uh, no, we need somebody like that in Formula One. <laughs> Not that we haven't got Grosjean. I was going to say, what, 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 what about Captain Crashy and the Beige Boy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to persist Lance with those Stroll. nicknames until they stick. Um, Dan Tictum's Wikipedia page is unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but, but Lance Stroll's a, a prime example, isn't he, of um, a driver as well who needed to round his edges yeah. off before he came to Formula One. Far too soon for him to be in Formula One. He's an all right driver. Yeah, he's pretty good. Again, now. it's co- it's coming straight f- coming straight from European F three into F one. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, the on- the only driver I can. That springs to mind instantly. That's worked for us. Been Kimmy and Verstappen, and, Verst- and Verstappen. And I think Although Verst- um, it kind of worked for Kimmy straight away. Verstappen, it took a few more races. Yeah, I think for Stroll especially, it's been bad because he doesn't have the reputation or the surname, and he comes with a lot of money. So it it's just not giving his reputation any chance to stand on its own. Yeah, he's, he's got to work ten times as hard and uh, do yeah. ten times better than anybody else yeah. just to get credit for being a driver rather yeah. than if he was someone who's bought his seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the mistakes he's made would have been forgiven if he was Lance Vilner. Exactly, yeah. I'm just wondering what the Lance Stroll solo album will sound like. Oh, no. There will be one. It'll be the Team Wolf soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what else did we have in the test? Uh, George Russell, slowest on the first day, fastest on the second. Well, what was he driving what happened to, to improve him overnight? Did, was there like a sports psychologist involved or something to, to help him get it together? I'm not sure. I think they repainted the car. And it's uh-huh. amazing what a colour scheme will do because it, it went from white and slow to silver and fast. Yeah. Yeah. White and the slowest to silver and the fastest. Yeah. <clears throat> Unsurprisingly, George Russell, quite slow in a... <clears throat> excuse me, what's going on here? Quite <laughs> slow in a Williams and quite fast in a Mercedes. Um, that's not a surprise, though, is it? I mean, we're not, we're not expecting... Someone driving the fastest <clears throat> car on the grid goes fastest. Had he gone the other way around, had he gone really fast in a Williams and then really slow in a Mercedes, we would have been, we would have been scratching our heads. <laughs> what <laughs> programme do they put yeah. him on? <laughs> why, have they, why, have they, why have they put the wrong body kits on those cars? <laughs> Paddy Lowe swapped garages again. 
Yeah, still, still no word about Paddy Lowe. Yeah, and, no, one, um, no one's seen taking him. a leave What's of absence. His, but, his leave yeah. of absence for personal reasons. I, it's obvious he's not coming back. Well, especially as Patrick Head is going to be in the garage in China. Yes, um, he's Patrick Head isn't back at Williams full time. It's just a consultancy role. But this will be the first race, like Ted Kravitz, that he will be seen oh, at. God, I saw Hashtag that bloody Ted. retweet that you said. That, like, <laughs> the, the, the cryptic, well, it's Sky have it down as notebook, not confirmed whether Ted Kravitz will be back. Sky keeps saying Ted will be back in China. It's not a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one big conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. I reckon we start a hashtag this weekend. If, he, if he's not on TV, hashtag where's Karoon? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> we want our Chandok back. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Patrick Head, um, he was already going to be in Shanghai, because obviously it's, it's going to be a sort of fairly momentous race, and Williams had had some fairly momentous times in F1 during the 1,000 races. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it sort of coincides with, um, with him coming back into Williams, which he is still a shareholder of as well. Do you reckon that's why they hired him? Because there's rumours of financial troubles. And if he's bought his ticket to go already, then it's <laughs> cheaper <laughs> to pay for it. Yeah. It's one less plane <clears throat> ticket. Yeah. All we have to do is pack one extra polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but he turns up with one saying Rothmans. That's all I have. <laughs> do you know what? That would be brilliant. Well, well Paddy and Patrick start with the same letters, so, yeah. so they can just sew over them. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see what effect that um, Patrick Head's return has on them. Obviously, there'll be more shouting. There needs to be less whiskey on Patrick Head's part as well, because I think he's been enjoying the whiskey since he's retired, because any interviews with him now... Well, you'll see him on TV this weekend. His nose is very yellow. <laughs> Does whiskey turn your nose yellow? Yes. If too much whiskey turns your nose yellow. Can you just pass me that mirror? Just <laughs> yellow. I had a heavy night Saturday. and <laughs> Drink responsibly. So it's, yeah, he's it's got, a great blend. He's got whiskey nose. <laughs> so, um, but part of the joy of whiskey is sniffing it. So maybe when you sniff the whiskey, you're absorbing some of the colouring into maybe. your nose while you're breathing. Maybe, yeah. maybe. He's just been bathing his nose in whiskey. This isn't working, is but it? This, no. is, this is what we've got the Ultra HD for, surely, to look at these kind of things. I hope, they, <laughs> I hope they manage to get um, Patrick Head on TV and talking and just being his old sort of grumpy kind of self well it's clearly not good enough is it we need to do a lot better than this it's not grumpy it's curmudgeonly yeah curmudgeonly is a great (laughs) great way of putting it clearly not good enough we need to do much better than this I'm very disappointed in everyone's efforts so far needs to be doubled imminently (laughs) but Patrick you were one and two on the timesheets three seconds a lap faster than everyone else doesn't matter should have been five yeah (laughs) But yeah, I um I want to see what happens because uh, you know we've made we've made no secret of our love and respect for Williams. Over Absolutely. The, over the course of this show, mm. my favourite Formula One car of all time is a Williams. So there you go. And uh, yeah, I just I just I just want to I just want to see him back, fighting for respectability at first. Y- yeah, they're yeah. not quite. We thought after Australia, didn't we, that they might be a, a manner three, four laps down every race. Bahrain, they weren't quite that far behind. I think it was it was two laps, wasn't it, that Kubica was behind. Yeah. And the the leaders didn't quite lap Russell, who was a few seconds ahead of, of No, Kibitza. Russell didn't quite lap Kubica. George Russell was still a lap down. 
That's what I mean. George mm, Russell was a lap down, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the leaders, leaders lapped bits real twice. Lap. Yeah. Double lap. Yeah, they lapped P- bits Possibly twice. would have done if there wasn't a safety car. Maybe, yeah. But the um, it looks like the, 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 there's an edge of almost competitiveness there. They're kind of hanging on to the back of the of the rest of the pack by a thread. But the thing is, the rest of the pack is so mixed up that the team that they were hanging on to the back of in Bahrain are probably going to be like the the best of the rest in China. Do you know what I mean? It's that it's that close and and amongst the rest of them that Williams just don't have a, have a chance to get in and amongst it. Yeah, they're trying to catch someone different each time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, what else did we have? Anyone sick? Anyone not, else notice anything in the testing? Because I was kind of I otherwise occupied. Notice an awful lot. In, in the testing, I did. I, th- I thought I saw somewhere that Carlos Sainz was 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 either fastest or or, or incredibly fast in in his non Pirelli test. When he was, he had a good run for McLaren on the Tuesday. Yeah, and not as good time wise for Pirelli on the Wednesday. But you can't really take the times of the teams that are doing the test for Pirelli into account. No, you can't. No, you, you don't really know what they're yeah, doing. The, with the, the running on. Test, do you? Tire compounds that we're not going to see on track for months or possibly ever. Yeah, and Pirelli determine how much fuel is going to go in the car and various uh, various other amounts of setup. Yeah, um, which, which is why not seeing Alonso last. Yeah, that's good. But what did it mean? We haven't got a bloody clue. No, no, exactly. We don't know. It could have been on, you know, the curtain soft tires. <laughs> It means he's faster than a Williams. <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, Carlos Sainz's fastest time on day one put him fifth overall for the whole two-day test, which is pretty good. That's, that's not bad. That's good. It's it's positive for McLaren. It's what McLaren need. Yeah. It, it, I know we were talking about Williams, but McLaren look like they're, they're in the fight now, don't they, to be perhaps yeah. a best of the rest at some races, which is great. I think Sainz, Sainz would be in a stronger position if he can just get the car to the end of the race. That's the issue he's had. So far, really, isn't it? Shit yeah. going wrong. I, w- I want to go back to what to you finish said after... finish fifth, fifth, you must finish. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I want to go back to what you said after after the race in um, Bahrain, where he said if he, he felt that if he'd made that clean pass on Max, um, he kind of was blaming Max, but not really. Uh, if he made that, that clean pass on Max, he, he thinks he could have gone and started hunting down the Mercedes and the Ferraris. He felt that the car had that pace. That would have been interesting to see. A, a McLaren hassling the Mercedes and the Ferraris yeah. up front. Maybe not passing them, but just being within DRS range would have been quite fun. <laughs> just so you're just drifting out and having a look, just going into turn one. That's the kind of thing that might happen this season in Hungary. Um, possibly. I mean, yeah. Hungary is the biggest leveller. In terms of circuit, usually yes, um, because it's just not a power circuit, is it? It's Monaco without the barriers, is what they call it. Yeah. So. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's still a long way off. So I've got a lot of speculation and conjecture to come between now and then. Yes. <laughs> Won't that be? We're nowhere near the summer break. I know. <laughs> it's good. We don't want a break yet. No, we don't. Mm. Yeah, first bit, of, first bit of sunlight out there, and we're still, we're all getting ready for summer. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I appear to have acquired a cat. Uh, what have we got next? Red Bull airflow issue. And this is down to Max Verstappen's helmet. I didn't know anything about this until just before yeah, we start recording. It up. Yeah, with all the um, all the problems with getting the helmets approved before the start of the season, just about all of the drivers that use RI helmets didn't manage to get theirs cleared in time. And Red Bull have... 
a complete group sponsorship deal with Arai. So Red Bull drivers wear Arai helmets, Toro Rosso, all the pit crews, and anybody basically driving for the Red Bull Young Drivers program Mm -hmm. wears an Arai helmet. However, when the approved Arai helmet for F1 finally came through, Max Verstappen said it made his head uncomfortable and he couldn't drive in it. So he signed a deal for one year with Shoebirth, who are one of the other two big helmet suppliers, Bell being the third. Um, But the problem is it's changed the airflow over the cockpit because everything was designed with the Arai aerodynamics. Is it that much different? Apparently it is. It's enough to make Red Bull have to make some slight changes to air channeling. Now, what helmet manufacturer does Gasly use? Because if Gasly... Well, he has to use Arai because he's Red Bull. His head's obviously a different shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if they're making changes to the car because of Max's or, helmet... Or that, yeah, or it could just be that there's extra things, that, different things they're doing on Max's car. Yeah. But if they're making overall changes to the car, then Gasly might suffer. See where yeah, you're exactly. going with this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, just like pigeonhole Gasly straight away. Well, you've had two really shit races, so you're definitely our <laughs> number two Write this him year. Off. Yeah. yeah. How long do we bring Danny Kvyat back into the team? Is that worth it? No, not yet. I'm pretty sure that got mentioned during Australia. Bringing Danny Kvyat back into it. Oh, it was, it, was, it was all over Twitter by about, oh, yeah. um, by about lap 50. No, by the end of Q1, I think. <laughs> when, well, when, when Kvyat was holding off holding off Gazi, wasn't he? Yeah. He, 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 he passed him and then managed to stay ahead of him. It's just like, okay, that's... That's <laughs> yeah. not how it's meant to be. No. But yeah, it never occurred to me before that the helmets would cause that many aero problems. They do have their own little sort of lips on, don't they, here and there? Like, sort of lips like, and winglets. And... Yeah, well, yeah, little... Like, they're not supposed to be aerodynamic, but they are. Um, I think Red Bull have just more or less admitted, yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. But, you, know, you see it in all forms of motorsport now, don't you? With um, even a TT over here, you see riders with their sculpted helmets so that the airflow is easier for them. Yeah. I, I, I understood that that was to stop their heads from buffeting around so much when they're doing high speeds. So maybe it's a similar thing with the shoe berth and Arai design. You know, it's the, just the designs are different. Mm, poss- possibly. Yeah. But there was um, there was a clo- close-up that I saw on Autosport of Max Verstappen's new helmet, and there are a few little aerodynamic gadgets on there. Right. I'm sure they're for ventilation purposes only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just just like the USB slot in the front of the car. Yes. Uh, right, and the last major bit of news that we found out today is that the British Grand Prix could be happening at Silverstone next year after all. Could be. Yeah, the no Financial Times is reporting that uh, the RDC, the British Racing Drivers Club, who own Silverstone and Liberty, are getting close to a deal, which would be good. It would. Last anyone heard was there were um, three million a year apart in the negotiations. Liberty wants eighteen million a year. The BRDC are only prepared to go up to fifteen. Yeah, uh, um, but Liberty apparently are going to offer some extra concessions to the BRDC with money that they can keep from hospitality packages. Okay, so it's it's kind of a commission scheme. So if you sell it, you can have the cash from it. I'm sure they will. Um... I think that's it's it's the best bet to have it at Silverstone, especially when the other alternatives were a street race round. The Olympic Park or the London Stadium, as it is now. 
No. In East no. London. A street race round Cardiff. Which, I don't know Cardiff at all. I don't think I've ever visited Cardiff. Can't bring it to mind. So I would have no idea where they would, would be planning I, to put I that have circuit. been to Cardiff on multiple occasions, and I have no idea where the fuck they think they'd be putting it, to be honest. so there's no. Is there any sort of central sort of monuments you think that they might go around? I mean, the, the big stadium, the Principality Stadium, is right in the town centre. So you you can't really be. Isn't it uh, right next door to Cardiff City's football stadium? It's as not well? a million miles away from that. Yeah. yeah. So <coughs> not quite sure what the plan is. Well, you kind there, of got the stadium district because there's Cardiff Arms Park yeah. right next to the Principality Stadium as mm. well. Okay. But yeah, the roads yeah. round there probably not really big enough for F1. But unless they went into the stadium. They have done that. I have been to the Millennium Stadium, as it was called then, for a round of the um, World Rally Championship. Oh, okay. <laughs> they they did do that once. Yeah, like a race of champions sort of thing. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, just like a short Super stage, time trial. Special stage, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, um, because it has a roof that closes, no one thought to leave the roof cracked slightly and it filled up with fumes, so that was quite fun. The stadium <laughs> filled yeah. up with fumes. <laughs> no one thought that maybe driving cars indoors... <laughs> a bit gassy. Yeah, yeah no, no one had twigged that. They had to open the roof halfway through did they cancel the barbecue as well, just to, just to be on the safe side? Uh, not that I don't, I don't <laughs> think there was a barbecue, actually. But Probably for the best. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like um, this major aggro over the British Grand Prix could finally come to a, a positive conclusion. Because there needs to be a British Grand Prix, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think it's... I'm not just saying it because I'm... Because I'm British, but it's it's it is one of the races I don't think you can get rid of. Because the cal- the calendars felt wrong in years when France, Germany, and Belgium haven't been on there. Having said that, I did kind of get used to there not being a French Grand Prix. Um, although it was nice to see it come back. Was it last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, like Monaco, Monaco is something as well that, that sort of pulls at me a little bit because. You can't get rid of it because of the heritage reasons. But should it be a championship event? We've it's said not this a before. good race, no, is it? It's not, no. it's not a race. No. It's a test of driver skill. Uh, Which but no, possibly is something you should have. Yeah, but nobody a... nobody overtakes. I think it's it's a test of qualifying more than the race, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Kind of a glorified time trial. Then again, the British Motorcycle Grand Prix used to be the TT, and that was the only race on the calendar where you were actually racing against the clock and not racing against everybody else that was on the circuit. Yeah, yeah. It used to be a round of the World Championship as well, didn't it? The Isle of Man TT. So. Yeah, until 76. Something like that, yeah. A long time ago, anyway. Mm. Before most people in this room were born. Yes. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so old. <laughs> when it was the 500cc World Championship, because they were powerful bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone with my nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about what's happening this weekend then. Yeah, well, have a quick, um, well, quick, I say, you know, a preview of the Chinese Grand Prix. Yes, race 1000, or hashtag F1 1000. Which is F11,000. Yes, <laughs> still wrong. And um, race 250 for Toro Rosso. How the hell have Toro Rosso done a quarter of the Grand Prix's? In, well, in a quarter history. of the point scoring formula can we just, can we just say Grand Prix? It's Grand a lot Prix. easier without the. It's a lot easier without footnotes. <laughs> yeah, I think obviously Ferrari are the most ever present, aren't they? They've mm-hmm. done not quite a hundred percent, but 
as mm, close to. Yeah, more or less. Um, and then you've got, obviously got the Heritage teams, McLaren, Williams. They, they've all done their, their, their fair share. Renault in different guises as well will be responsible for a large portion of that. Yeah. But Sauber have been... Sauber have been around for a while, but now Alfa Romeo. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that works. They've even changed their Twitter handle because I tweeted... I went to tweet the... Uh, Alfa Romeo team today, and they're now no longer at Sauber F1 team. Mm, they've they are now at Alfa Romeo Racing. I said, "Oi, when are you going to get some merch on your on, <laughs> on the shop? I need to clad myself in Alfa gear." And Have they replied? No, bastards. No, no, they didn't. I uh, I didn't tell Izzy this because you know, I don't want her to know I'm going to spend money buying Alfa Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've always had this jacket. Yeah, I got the, it with the car. brand new 2019 yeah. jacket. Yeah. It came with the car. It's just been in the boot the whole time. <laughs> I don't think that'll wash. <laughs> but yeah, um, there's uh, going to be a lot of heritage displays and things for it being the, the thousandth Formula One race. Um, I don't quite know what the, what the program's going to be, but expect to see... Lots of old footage of, of of Formula One races, and you know what was the five hundredth race? Was, did we did we discuss that last week? Yeah, Adelaide. the five uh, hundredth was, was that Adelaide Adelaide nineteen ninety. Just crazy, that isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find. I probably, probably should use this use the laptop for this rather than a phone because you get a bigger screen. So, <laughs> what percentages of races? Percentages of races by team and um, notable races. So talk amongst yourselves. I'm just going to do some left-handed googling. <laughs> this should probably have been so, pre-planned. So yeah, so, pre-plan yeah. the Pre- podcast. Presumably, the smallest proportion of races would be racing point. Yes. Well, yes, yes, that's true. Yes, I would hope so. Um, yeah, I can't mm. think of anybody who would have done fewer races than racing point. <laughs> well, unless we're counting Alfa Romeo. But Alfa Romeo... Alfa Romeo have old Alfa Romeo, though, don't they, as well? Yeah, Alfa like Romeo 1950s did. 1950s Alfa Romeo. Alfa Are Romeo they the same the... team, though? Not really. They've got the same company, name. isn't it? Right. Um, they, won the, they won the very first championship in 1950. There are some teams that only entered one Grand Prix. Yes. Um, and some that even entered one Grand Prix and didn't qualify. Hello, LA. <laughs> Uh, no, Lola actually um, had two different entries. Ah. <laughs> um, MasterCard Lola. In 97. In 97. Um, entered one, didn't qualify, didn't turn up for the second. Um, I'm just looking for any notable names. Nope, nobody I've heard of. <laughs> Andrea Moda, were they around for a season? I think, I think they lasted more or less a season. Um, let's see. Scuderia Italia. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Andrea Murder actually um, entered 12 and started one. Started wow. a race? They started a race. Did they finish it? No. No. <laughs> Pacific, were they around for two seasons? 94, um, 95? Did Pacific actually get to the end of their second season? I'm not sure. Simtech. Oh, Pacific. Um, yes, they were around for two seasons. 33 entries, uh, well, 33 races entered, 22 races competed wow. in. It's a good effort. It's not bad. With Giovanni Lavaggi driving for them. Uh, Simtech, 21 races. Yeah. Season and a half. I think they dropped out in the 95 Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah. I want to say. 
Um, but yes, Racing Point... Um, Fewest percentage. Yes. Two, two entries, but 100% starts. Well done, Racing Point. <laughs> wow. Good effort. Yeah, so it looks like they were still Force India at the end of last year. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tor- Toro Rosso, 200, 250 races. That is, that is impressive. Uh, Red Bull themselves, 268. So there was only one season between Red mm-hmm. Bull starting and Toro Rosso starting. You, I forget yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah. a, a quarter of all Formula One history has, has been has featured both Red Bull teams. Wow. Wow. That, that's just a bit mental, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ferrari have entered 974 races. So 97.4%. It'll be 97.5% <laughs> at the weekend because this is up to Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, McLaren, 848. That's good. Good percentage. Uh, Williams seven hundred and one. I said roughly seventy percent. Yeah. So I'm yeah. all right with that. And the three different incarnations of Renault, the seventy-seven to eighty-five, two thousand and two to twenty eleven, and current Enstone team, three hundred and sixty-seven. So yeah, it's, it's a good chunk. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a chunk, but it's it's only a hundred more than Red Bull have managed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised by this that Ferrari haven't been at every race. I don't think they took part in the first season, did they? Yeah, I think did they not take a couple of years to get going? Yeah, they missed the first three seasons. Yeah, Alfa Romeo won the very first season. I know that much. And then I think did the Mercedes win the second season, or was that Maserati? Uh, it would have been Maserati because Mercedes made their debut in 1954. Okay, so yeah, a few years into Formula One. Uh, yeah, Alfa Romeo were around for the first two seasons. Yeah. Which is what, that's what it's being counted out on the... Uh, but Alfa Romeo racing is apparently since 1910. I don't know how. <laughs> so let's have a look for some memorable races. Notable races in Formula One history. What number, numbered races? So you've got yeah. a few to pick from here. <laughs> 999 of them That's yes but as we find out in Total Shunt every week we only remember about 300 of those well this is true Yeah. no a bit more because I can remember long before uh, Toro Rosso were a team yeah I can remember but can you remember every Toro Rosso race and their, and their exact positions yeah no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's have a look this is what we need Sean Kelly for. Yeah, He does remember every single Toro Rosso race and their exact positions. So it took into the 11th season to get to the 100th race, which was in 1961. Yeah. 200th race, 1971. Okay. 300th in 1978, that was the South African Grand Prix. 400th was the 1984 Austrian Grand Prix. 500th, 1990 Australian. 600, the 1997 Argentinian Grand Prix, which I remember absolutely nothing of. <laughs> was that the race where the 1997... Have you still got the hyperlink for the 97 Argentinian Grand Prix? Yeah, there? I'm just opening that now. Was that the race which was... which was um, where they had to resurface the circuit because an angry track worker had taken a digger <laughs> to the tarmac about three days before the race and there was a massive bump in the tarmac right before a braking zone and it caught out so many drivers... Over that race, it was. Uh, I think. I think. I remember Olivier Panis and Ligier spinning off and getting caught out by the fact that the bump was horrendous, right before a really important breaking point. No, it wasn't that one. <laughs> That's a shame because that sounds good. But that was. It was definitely the Argentinian Grand Prix. 
but I'll Google that. And I do, I do remember reading. this now. It was the first race where Tyrrell turned up with the X wings. Oh, ah. okay. And then um, the organisers cocked things up on the podium because Eddie Irvine came second, and they flew the Irish flag instead of the Union Jack. Oops. Ah. Didn't go down well. That happened to Charles Leclerc, didn't it? In F two, a couple of French years ago, they played no, the Irish French, the French anthem oh. instead of the Monegasque anthem. Oh dear! <laughs> it was very awkward. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, other milestones: seven hundredth race, two thousand and three, Brazil. Eight hundredth race, the two thousand and eight Singapore. Ooh, that's a... 2008 Singapore. That was the 800th race. A mix of reasons. (laughs) (laughs) We all remember what we were doing when that one was on. Uh, 900th, 2014 Bahrain. And, of course, the 1,000th race this weekend. 2014 Bahrain? Yeah. It was a 900th race. It's crazy, isn't it? The jewel in the desert. Oh, of course. Yeah, that was that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Ham- Hamilton yeah. v. Rosberg. Yeah. That's 100 races ago. Wow. Really good race, that one. Mm, it mm. was. I do know an interesting stat from the last 100 Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton has won 52 of them. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is just very hard to get your head around, that he's won more, five, than, more than 5% of all races. In the uh, more than what, more what, than half, well, yeah, more than more than five percent of, of every all Grand Prix races yeah. of all races, yeah. Well, Michael Schumacher won nine percent of all races, <laughs> and this isn't a sport that's dominated by one person at a time. Honest, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, that's the thing that Mercedes, Mercedes have been the dominant force, and they will win races. Um. So anyway, China this weekend. Yes. Um, are we going to see the sort of continuance of Ferrari coming back after um, the post-start in Australia? Or were was Charles Leclerc pushing things too far and that's why the short circuit happened? Um, that, that short circuit sounds like a glitch in manufacturing, doesn't it? It sounds like they've just made something A short circuit wrong. usually yeah. means a fire. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's what it usually means. Yeah. But it didn't mean that in in this case, somehow. Well, it does depend what short circuits. Because if you've got a short circuit on a low-voltage part of the car, so electronics rather than electrics... I see, yeah. ...then you lose control of things like deploying, deploying energy from MGUH, was it, that went pop, or...? MGUK. MGUK, Yeah, MGUK, I think it was, yeah. Or was it a short circuit to keep the title chances of number five still alive? (laughs) (laughs) 90s reference. Nice. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to get tweets for that one. (laughs) And you will deserve them. (laughs) Yeah, I probably will, you're right. Um, But yeah, do do we think that Ferrari can sort of... I mean, they, they they looked much better than Mercedes. Do you think they're going to be able to keep that up? I don't know. Mercedes have this knack, don't they, of being like, oh, three-tenths, eh? We'll just eat that up by the next race. Um, yeah. Uh, and also I don't the- think Ferrari are going to be able to keep that up all season, but for China, it's it's possible. Yeah. Um, the single lap pace is looking very strong. 
Um, the race pace is looking pretty good, but reliability is questionable mm. at the moment with Ferrari. Slight issue with Vettel's car. It looked like it was a cooling issue. Uh, slight issue with Vettel's car in, in Melbourne and a slightly bigger issue with, with Leclerc's car in Bahrain. Um, no I mean, the excess, excessive heat and a lack of cool or cooling problems shouldn't be as big an issue in China. You wouldn't have thought, because it's not going to be as hot as the daytime sessions in Bahrain and Australia as well. No, but it's... Um... You know, it's quite an engine-heavy Grand Prix, isn't it? With that massive long straight, at least yeah. at least one, two, three, at least four big acceleration zones I can think of where you'd be putting the hammer down all the way to, you know, straight out of uh, straight out of corners, fully on the power for quite a long time. Mm. So I can't think that I've heard any reliability issues coming from Mercedes, have we? We heard Lewis Hamilton saying something about something to do with power, didn't we? But then he That's was sometimes him generally, yeah, though, yeah. isn't it? We haven't, we haven't heard reliability issues from Mercedes since 2016. Possibly, yeah. Um, and um, this is Mercedes would be quite comfortable, I think, being a little bit behind Ferrari at the moment um, in terms of pace. I mean. Um, when it comes to races, they basically appear to outfox them or just get the, get the luck <laughs> at the moment. But the because um, Charles Leclerc had them well beaten in Bahrain, but the uh, yeah, I think Mercedes will be quite comfortable, even if they're behind Ferrari at this point of the season, knowing that that's a gap that's easily attainable mm. for them at least as the season goes on. Um, so I think we will see Ferrari ahead of Mercedes again. But my question is the reliability of the Ferraris. Yeah, that is that is the thing. Um, and the ability of Vettel to keep it pointing in the direction that it's meant to be going in. Yes, four spins in his last ten races. That's that's not world championship winning performance. No. no. As Julian Palmer was saying on his BBC column, Vettel cannot afford another forced error from him, you know, unforced error from himself for the rest of the season now. Because that will likely cost him the championship. He can't be doing that every every other race. Every time somebody passes him and he's not like the car that he's that he's battling doesn't go where he expects it to go. He panics, boots it, and spins it. Mm. Um, yeah. To be fair, I think it's only one car that passes him and he does that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Verstappen, wasn't it? In the oh. in United States, was it? Verstappen passed him in the in the US and and and, and then that happened. It was Bo- yeah. it was Bottas that ran into him in France that sent him backwards. That uh, <laughs> that, that doesn't class as an unforced <laughs> error though. No, <laughs> no. yeah, well, it uh, kind of was because he didn't get as good a start as Bottas. And Monza was was Lewis Hamilton again, wasn't it? Yeah, Lewis yeah. Forcing his way past and then yeah, Vettel decided he wanted to go the other way around. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's getting a bit tedious, right? And Vettel spun um, on the live blog every time. <laughs> yeah, we're talking percentages. 40% of his last 10 races. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> the other question is, are McLaren going to be able to get both cars over the line this time? Because um, it'd be good to see Sainz actually That's get a bit of reliability. as well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, was it Sainz, Ricardo, and um, Grosjean have retired both races so yeah. far? Grosjean, you'd expect, because it's Grosjean. Well, well, 
it was and it's early season Grosjean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't his fault in Australia, but Bahrain, mm, maybe. <laughs> um, Are we doing another year of the juries out on Grosjean? Should, is he worth re-signing for next season? No, he's not worth re-signing. He is in. He, I keep saying this. He is. He is in. Um, this is like the fifth time you mentioned him on the podcast. He's in Palmer's seat. He's in that seat because nobody else is available to Haas. Mm. That's the only reason he's there. Mm. And he's he's uh, he picked up another penalty point as well last time, so he's he's getting. Did he? Yeah, he's on eight now, oh, and okay. I think he's got them for quite a while. Well, most of them, certainly. Isn't it him and Lance Stroll are both on eight at the minute? Yeah, Lance Stroll as well is enough. I think Lance Stroll's on seven, but again, he's all of his are at the back end of the season. So okay, so that'd be Not quite interesting if, if Stroll yeah. and Grosjean if they keep crashing into things. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to each other? Are we going to see Haas having to make a special um, special request to the FIA to um, get uh, Pietro Fittipaldi into the car? Has he got super license? He's got testing license. He tested with them this week. Yeah. And did okay. Yeah, did the pre-season test as well, because um, Grosjean crashed and gave himself a <laughs> slight concussion, so I had to sit out the rest of the session. And then was scheduled to be in the car the following day, conveniently enough, so he was already there. What happened to Antonio Fuoco? Still kicking about in F2, or is he? I don't know, Because he was Ferrari reserve. Oh, yeah. he, still, he still is. Yeah, so they might, they might, I think they're probably plump for him over Fittipaldi at the moment. Probably, yeah. Uh, Luca Giotto's still available. He's on the Ferrari program. Yes. So yeah, there are there are a number a of options of them. open to Haas bad. if they do lose Grosjean for a race. If they if that happens, I then... think Haas don't they want to go their own way now and um, not be as Ferrari junior team mainly because that's now Alfa Romeo. Yeah. You know they're they're going to have to start standing on their own two feet. I mean, there's the latest latest war between um, Haas and Renault over the brake ducts. Because you well, now, you now can't buy brake ducts from another team from uh, the start of next season, which has been uh, which has been suggested by Renault and the um, F1 Competition Committee have agreed to it. It's just awaiting ratification from the FIA. And Gunter Steiner is pissed off about it to the extent that he's now saying, "Shouldn't Renault be concentrating on making themselves better than rather rather than trying to make us worse?" Yeah, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and happy that. birthday for this week, Gunter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or is it happy fucking birthday? Yes, that's probably more <laughs> accurate. Yeah, when you try and bring down another team purely because they're your rivals and you think they might spot something that you don't like and you get... It's a little bit underhand, isn't it? Well, it was Renault. It was Renault. Ferrari and Mercedes do to each other all season long. Or do they? Or do they just keep bickering about stuff and letting it go because they know that those two are going to be in charge of the sport for a very long time? I think with Ferrari and Mercedes, it's bickering. It's not actually going and complaining all the way because, I mean, the main complainer in Formula One about other teams and is something slightly illegal throughout the years has been Ron Dennis. Yeah, absolutely. And Ron Dennis would march... He would he would very visibly march into the FIA <laughs> steward's office if he saw something on a Ferrari that he thought was wrong. He would make sure that the cameras saw him walking into the into the, the, you know, the technical office. Where I, it, I remember Murray Walker saying once when uh, Ferrari did something slightly iffy that Ron Dennis was uh, at this very moment lacing his trainers up to run to Charlie's office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So, yeah, um, it would be interesting to see what happens. 
engines let go in China, don't they? Because that long straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Kvyat had was it both wheels came off the front of his Toro Rosso a few years ago at the end of that straight. I think that was Buemi. It was. It was the Buemi. Wheels, the wheels coming off. Uh, last year, of course, the Toro Rosso drivers hit each other on the on the hairpin on the hairpin at the end of the long straight. Yeah. I've got a feeling Vettel may have spun that race as well, but that was a Verstappen incident. Yeah, but I think yeah. Verstappen gave him a help. Yeah. Um, well, that was at the start of the season when Verstappen was being crashy. He was, yes. yeah, he was being very crashy at the beginning <laughs> of the season, yeah. Um, I don't um, know. Good overtaking as well sometimes in China. As we yeah, good overtaking. last year and, with Ricardo. Yeah, and this DRS is a lot more powerful mm-hmm. in this year than it, than it has been at any other year. So... I want to say that Red Bull will be up there as well. Uh, I think so because it's it's kind mm-hmm. of a chassis heavy circuit as well, isn't it? With lots of I just hope that they again reliability with the Honda. Just sort of we haven't seen too many issues so far this yeah. year. Ad- Adrian Newey has uh, this week done an interview with I can't remember who, but has been very complimentary of the Honda power unit. He seems to like it and likes working with them. And good if he's happy, that's usually a good sign. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I think we, I think we could be in with a chance of seeing good thing, good things from Red Bull this weekend. Or from one Red Bull, uh, oh, as yeah, long as Verstappen's yeah. helmet doesn't get in the way. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, Gasly, um, Verstappen's massive non aerodynamic helmet. <laughs> it will it will be good to see Gasly score points. Let's let's put it that way. If that in itself yeah. is not a Twitter account, Verstappen's massive non aerodynamic helmet, it should be. It probably will be within about ten minutes of this show being listened to. <laughs> At the very least, a hashtag. Shall we have some predictions? Oh, God. We can try. I'm, I'm always going to land the predictions. Lee um, has sent his through. Um, I can give it a go. I have, I have two sets of predictions on my phone. Right. Uh, firstly, I have Lee's, because he sent them through earlier. Yes. And he said, Stroll, oh. Ciroc... Ciroc, <laughs> Ciroc! <laughs> He's still oh, on the good drugs. Sorry, reading, reading <laughs> last year. That was last year, yeah. <laughs> um, he is going for a Hamilton win. Charles Leclerc second and Bottas third. That is that is on our chat thread, so you can yes. verify that. Yes, yeah. But that's what he sent through. And our guest predictor this week isn't the one that we were hoping for because somebody forgot to send a text that actually wasn't me. It was the person that was meant to be getting them. So instead, it is this week's predictions are coming from as Paul when I tries to find, find the, name. the bloody tweet. Regular listener Jeff Sharp. Ah, good old Jeff. And he's going for a Leclerc win, Vettel second, and Hamilton third. Interesting. Okay. So, who are we going for in here? Who's going first? Dan's just taking a big breath. Yeah, I'll I'll go with Vettel win. Okay. Hamilton second, Verstappen third. Ooh. I will go Leclerc win, Hamilton second, Verstappen third. Okay. Um, I will go Leclerc win. Yeah. Vettel second. Yeah. Bottas third. All right. And I am going to go for a Hamilton win. Leclerc second. And I'll go Verstappen for third place. 
Right. So a bit of a, a bit of a mixed there's bag. A mi- there's a mixed bag here. Good. Uh, like if that. you want to join in with the predictions, we've got the prediction league running on the website. Just go to threelegsfourwheels.com, look under the games section, and it's the 2019 prediction league. Right, um, heroes and villains, we're doing them as well. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. heroes and villains. Let me just get this plug in first. Okay. <laughs> get, pe- get people to play, play the game as well. Uh, predict your top three, fastest lap and pole position. You've got until five minutes before Q1 starts. Right, okay. So heroes and villains. Lando Norris, hero. More points? Yeah, I think so. Um, if his if his McLaren holds out, then then he's he's looking he's looking pretty good, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he does seem to have the McLaren that holds out of the two of them. And he's just so relaxed that very little phases him. Um, villain. It's too easy. To say Grosjean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it probably will be, though, yeah. won't it? Yeah, well, is it that, mel- <laughs> that, that first turn, is it? It's a, it's a big sweeping first turn into the tight second turn before it opens up again. Grosjean's just going to cause an accident again. <laughs> we, we should probably disallow Grosjean and Williams from villains. Or Stroll. What about Fiat? No, he's been okay no, no, he's so good. far. I, I like he's, he's got the speed of a torpedo, just not the ramming capabilities of one anymore. China was the torpedo location, was it not? It was Russia, wasn't it? It was. Um, Russia. No, Russia Ch- was the someone hit me up the fucking rear. And, uh, yeah, China I'm returned sure me like a torpedo, torpedo. and Ru- yeah. um, Russia, kit by Russia, Kivy out a torpedo. Yes. Stenciled onto his helmet. That's right. Which yes. possibly was a bit, uh... <laughs> a bit too premature because <laughs> someone's fucking hit me up the fucking rear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, what are we doing here? What are we here? doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, villain, if it's not going to be Grosjean. God. Um, I'm going to say the Renault engine. Oh. That's probably a good call. Yeah, you're thinking explosions. Yeah, I, I, think, I think there'll be more issues with, um, with that Renault power unit. Because out of the eight starts this season... They've only crossed the line twice. Ooh. It's not great, is it? Because <laughs> Sainz and Ricardo are two two of the drivers that haven't finished a race. Mm-hmm. Hulkenberg had a breakdown, of yep. course, in yep. Bahrain. Yep. So only Hulk and Norris have actually finished races. Is that right? Only Hulk and Norris? Is it just Renault and McLaren that mm-hmm. are Renault-powered now? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, that's true then, isn't it? Hulk, Hulk and Norris. Actually, at the eight starts, it's only three finishes. Two for Norris, one for Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the Renault more pa- than 50% of the yeah. time, the, the Renault breaks. Yeah, the Renault power unit has had... 60% f- of the time, it doesn't DNS. work every time. <laughs> <laughs> we seem to have gone big on the percentages today. We do. We need, we need to get Sean back on. Because he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, that's true. Just making them up as he goes. <laughs> Um, anyone else got any potential heroes and villains? Uh, I'm going to throw Kimmy into the mix as a potential hero. I think he's. We've just been talking about him being a bit quiet so far, but I think he maybe now that he's settled into the team and they've had a few issues, maybe if he gets a, a car that actually works. Well, he's clearly the better of the yes, Alpha drivers. Very much yeah. so. Uh, Giovinazzi, I don't want to write him off at all, but I mean, he's. Just a lot uh, less experience. Yeah. A lot less experience. Yeah. Uh, whether he's just taken a little while to find his feet, because he did have a year out not mm-hmm. really doing anything. Um, whether he's just taken a little while to find his feet again in, in, you know, in racing, that would make sense. 
but Kimmy's definitely the driver that yeah. that that spearheading that team as we thought he probably would be. You know, he's no there's no sort of um you know, like Charles Leclerc's doing at Ferrari, there's no sort of like youngster coming in nudging Kimmy out of the way. Kimmy's by far at the moment the the driver at the, at the head of that team. Mm. I, think- I, I reckon we're gonna have a villain in stewarding decisions. Ooh. Oh. Because they've been being very lenient and it was told they've been told to be apparently. Yeah. So someone's going to get upset that they're being all lenient and not enforcing the rules. Yeah, let let them race. Um, I can't remember who it was that was saying this week that um, the stewards do need to crack down a bit more, otherwise Formula One will get like Formula E. Formula E, where it's not just rubbing his racing; it's ramming somebody that hard that you actually push them into the barriers and then you carry on and flip them the bird as you go past is racing. (laughs) Not the sand bird. I was going to say. <laughs> and not flipping bird. No. <laughs> no, no. <don't. laughs> I, we, have, we have all heard. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be a good one because China usually do get a good race. Yeah. And the weather's going to be unpredictable. It's usually a bit of a mixed bag, isn't it's it? It's usually yeah. foggy, some, isn't it, in some China? Some dry sessions, no, that's, some wet that's sessions. Smog. That is just, that's just pollution. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, Lewis Hamilton saying a couple of years ago, said this, is, this is like the... Know, 12th time they've they've come to China or something like that and it was just like the, the, the city's changes beyond recognition every year so it's only when really we get near the circuit we go alright oh, yeah here's some landmarks we recognise <laughs> <laughs> maybe the city just looks like it's changed and the smog's just in different places maybe, yeah. so you're not able to see it you just and, see a different part each time yeah and of course let's not have a repeat of somebody parking a Land Rover at the end of the pit lane no no, <laughs> Jensen Button had a lot of things to say about that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> There's a fucking Land Rover at the end of the pit lane, I think I seem to remember hearing. <laughs> was it China as well a few years ago where someone decided that they thought they could have a go and just yes. walked onto the track? Yeah, he was sick of he said he was sick of it always being the same ones and he thought he wondered when it was his turn, it's so he went to how Kim. it works. <laughs> it's not like jury duty, you don't just get called up every now and then. Yeah. Oh, I want to go in this car. I'm pretty car. sure that's how Grosjean got his job. <laughs> Did he get as far as the Ferrari garage before someone stopped him? He got as far as the other side of the track and he was trying to climb over the pit wall and somebody <laughs> really got him. Oh, God. Yeah, I think he fell down a flight of stairs. Yeah, yeah uh, must have huh? done, yeah. yeah fallen down. <laughs> uh, right, if you want to join us for the race, I will be doing the live qualifying blog on um, well, temp- um, 7 o'clock Saturday morning UK time, so I'll be doing that from about half past six. And the race is, what, 8 o'clock? The 8 race is 10 past, 10, past 7. 7. 10 past 7. 10 past 7 on Sunday, which I'll be blogging. Chris, you, will you be joining yeah, me? Yeah, should be, yeah. Sean, I'm guessing you'll be here. Yeah, probably. And Dan, you won't. Uh, I won't be here. I might be on the blog or I might not. <laughs> All options open. Yeah. Schrodinger's Dan. <laughs> he will be there or not. Um, I think that is about that for the preview, isn't it? I think so. Is it that time already? It is that time, and you are custodian of the shunt tonight, Chris. Oh. Tonight, unfortunately, I am custodian of the shunt. How did this come about? Uh, Lee had already agreed to use somebody's shunt for tonight. I see. I and see. he and doesn't like Paul being in charge of things. <laughs> <laughs> so bestowed upon me. Hasn't he worked out that it's me that edits this every week, and that's why he always sounds like a Dalek? <laughs> so he's uh, he's given me. Uh, he, he's, he's not only has he copied everything into a message for me, he's also given me the uh, the whole screenshot. Of the message. 
So you've got it in word form and in picture form. And in picture form, so I can refer to both if I need to. <laughs> so tonight's shunt was sent in by Santeri Unasti. Regular, it's, it's, regular it's pronounced O-Nasty, by the way. He sent Santeri O-Nasty. Yeah, he sent me, he sent me a sorry, tweet Santeri. because I've been, uh, I've been asking how badly I've been mangling his name recently, but it's Santeri O-Nasty. Santeri O-Nasty. Yeah. Sounds like an so Irish, Irish name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 1943. Oh. So a while ago then. So about quarter to eight. <laughs> yeah, roughly about quarter to eight. So, so probably... What's, what's Raced in the seventies. Yeah. I was the first from my country to qualify for a Formula One Grand Prix. Well, you probably would have been at that time, wouldn't you? Now, bearing in mind, (laughs) Santeri is from Finland. Ah, yes, that's a good point. Now, whether that helps us or not. Yeah, worth (laughs) considering. Ready for the next one? Yep. Qualifying 25th. I and an Austrian, uh, sorry, Australian, Vern Schuppan, were only allowed to start because of PR reasons and my good relations with the local motoring community. Open brackets, Swedish Grand Prix, 1974. Close so brackets. we are probably looking at someone from the Nordic neck of the woods. Yeah. I will need a guess. Oh, Ooh. shit, yeah. Um, so this would be, this is a, a Grand Prix in 74. It's quite long-winded, that third one. I'll read it for you again. Yeah. Qualifying 25th, I and an Australian, Vern Schuppen, were only allowed to start because of PR reasons and my good relations with the local motoring community. Swedish Grand Prix, 1974. So, would there have been maybe a Swedish team? I don't think there's ever been a Swedish team, has there? don't think there has. I'm trying to think of PR reasons why two drivers at the back would be starting. Um... In 74, possibly, if it's a Swedish driver looking for Ronnie Peterson. Were there any Swedish drivers before him? Was he not a bit more recent than 74? No. Okay. No, that would be about right, wouldn't it? Cause... 74 for someone born in 43 would make them 31. Which was about the usual yeah. starting age for drivers. I was watching. Um, I was watching highlights of... I think, I think it was actually the 74 British Grand Prix on YouTube the other day, and the number of drivers with comb-overs was just <laughs> shocking. <laughs> so you got, got a guess, or...? Should we go with uh, Ronnie Peterson? Can we name another Swede no. at this point? Not from, Mar- not, Mar- from Mar- not, from, not from that long ago, no. no. <laughs> yeah, should we go, yeah. Ronnie, go Ronnie yeah. Peterson for this one? Okay. So Ronnie Peterson's your first guest. Clue four is a little vague. <laughs> this, However, is, this is how we like them. <laughs> <laughs> I began my four-wheel motoring career driving a Volvo Amazon and even visited the Monte Carlo Rally. A Volvo is a very Swedish way to go about your business, it? is, isn't it? and is it very vague saying four-wheeled career because is Ronnie Peterson drove the Tyrrell that had oh, six I see. wheels. I see, interesting. Does also imply potential motorcyclist. So it's either somebody who was on motorbikes or in a Tyrrell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who had more wheels or less wheels. <laughs> we'll do a Tyrrell special show one day and call it three, three like six wheels. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to do, actually. That um, five clue five. five a Bath wheels. and Porsche were interested in me at the beginning of my career. Bath, of course, being Italian and mm-hmm. 
Porsche, Porsche not German. Ian. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a multitude of possible nationalities. Yes. I'm guessing that he wasn't the first Italian or German driver to no. qualify. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next clue. Next, yeah, clue. next one. I was personally asked by Steve McQueen to drive in the Le Mans film, but due to contract reasons, I wasn't allowed. No oh dear. I do need another guess. Ooh. So when was the when was this film? Um. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say early seventies. Okay. So if I'm this not, is someone, I've not seen it for years. If it was potentially early 70s, and this is someone who made their, their Grand Prix debut in 74, that does imply they were doing something of note previous. Yeah, I mean... If it they've could, attracted the attention of Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, it, it, could, it could be one of the um, 90% of the Finnish population that was a rally driver. Still four wheels, though, the rally. Not all necessarily all in contact at the same time, but True. still very much four wheels. I can't think of any Scandinavian or Nordic bike races there. Yeah, I can't, I can't actually <laughs> think of a suggestion at this uh, moment. This, this is... <laughs> I don't think... We've heard anything to suggest it's not Ronnie Peterson, have we? Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Let, let's stick with Ronnie Peterson stick then. With, stick with Ronnie Peterson for... Because we've so many times changed our answer mm-hmm. and the first one was right. We usually go through like naming pretty much every driver possible. So we've usually, <laughs> we've usually got it in there, just not as an answer yeah. that we give officially. So yeah, stick with Ronnie Peterson for second guess. Okay. I won the Nordic Challenge Cup predecessor for the inter-series European Can-Am, with two wins. Sports cars. And a second place after a close battle with Jochen Rint at Kamola Motor Stadium. Well, now that, firstly, there's a stadium that has a, an obvious sponsorship opportunity with Fernando Alonso. Kamola <laughs> <laughs> Stadium. It could be Kamola Motor Stadium. Kimola Motor Stadium it might be. I do apologise if my pronunciation is not quite correct. It's all right, the guy that sent it and I've been mangling his name for weeks. <laughs> and everyone else on Formula Lee. <laughs> Next one. I usually get Ayrton Antonucci's name right. Yeah. <laughs> if I was to pronounce Ayrton wrong, I'd stop doing it. Well, Murray this. Walker did for a while. Yeah. So calling him Ayrton. <laughs> but shall we have the next clue? Yes. I and Pedro Rodriguez won the sports car champ won the world sports car championship for Porsche in nineteen seventy. I misheard you at the start of that and thought you said I am Pedro Rodriguez no, and I was I thinking am. this is a this is a good clue. This is I actually helpful. Pedro, or it should be correct I'll I'll grammatically correct this. Pedro Rodriguez and I won the world sports car championship for Porsche in nineteen seventy. So this explains why they were involved in the Steve McQueen thing if they were doing... If they're doing world sports cars, because yes. that's obviously what Le Mans was at the time. Yes. And Can-Am. There we go. Um, Doesn't help with a name, though. Not in the slightest. <laughs> Again, does it rule out Ronnie Peterson? I not don't that, think it does. Not that I know. I'm not hugely up on his, his full racing CV. Drove a Lotus very quickly. 
Well, there you go. Drove a Tyrrell <laughs> that had more wheels than you'd expect. <laughs> Ready for the next one? Yeah. Yes. I hold the track record for Targa Florio with the Porsche 908 stroke 03 and a time of 33 minutes, 36 seconds. Okay, now that's a track in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that's quicker or not. I mean, I'm, I'm if thinking, it's the lap record, you'd think you'd, it would you'd be. You'd think it, it probably <laughs> is quite quick if it is, let's just say, lap record. What was the name of the track, sorry? Targa Florio. I don't even know what the, no, where that I is. Don't. It sounds Italian, but no, this is. No, this is... I feel like we're getting further away. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, there's two spaffers here as oh. well. <laughs> we might speaking. need them both. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know whether to give you the eleventh clue and then the spaffer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can Maybe. you see these confused looks that we've got going on? <laughs> well, yeah. Question 10 is probably not going to help you. It's, oh, sorry, clue 10. Probably not going to help you at all. I drove in the Interseries for AAW Finland and Formula One for AAW Racing Team, named after Anti Arnor... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody else is struggling with Finnish names. Named after Anti Arnio Wihuri, whose company Wihuri were Bottas's sponsor. Talking about anyone that seen again. that crane video? No, I haven't done yet. Is it not, I thought it was. I thought it was about locks, not cranes. I'm sure it's a lock company. No, it's, it's the one I'm thinking. No, of. It, no, there's a the crane one. Where he's one. like running. No, all oh, right. No, okay. this, this is where, he, this is where he's sat in a one. virtual reality crane. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds quite funny. That <laughs> it's. Um, I think I posted a link on the Facebook page and I tweeted it at nice. the weekend. I know he I'll has done that advert in the last week for a locksmith or some some shit. If you finish, why not get Bottas in? He's, a, he's, a, he's a, I can't think of anybody else who's doing really well in, in, in Finnish motorsport right now. No. We well, used to be all over, didn't they? Like, yeah. we used to have, used to have like Mika Hakkinen winning Formula One World Championship, Juha Kankinen winning World Rally Championship rounds, and every every time you watch the, Tommy Mackinen. Every time you watch World Rally Championship, if you watch the podium, it was just like three Finnish flags and a, yeah. maybe a, an occasional Spanish one. Yeah. So I'll read number 10 again because I, I, I cocked best. it up a little bit. <laughs> I drove in the Interseries for AAW Finland and Formula One for AAW Racing Team, named after Anti Arnio Wihuri, whose company Wihuri were Bottas' sponsor. Um, obviously, we've seen Wihuri on the Mercedes. Yes. Um, I, I will give you clue 11 as a clue because it's... I don't think I don't think ten is much of a help. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I think that we're, we're going to need it, aren't we? Yes. And 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 then the spaffer is the spaffer. Good. Eleven. I was the last driver to compete in Formula One using an open face helmet. That has not helped me. Francois Sever was the last driver to compete in Formula One wearing leather gloves. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Um, wasn't even his name. It was two middle names. <laughs> Francois Sever. <laughs> Do you need the spaffer clue? Yes. It's not much of a spaffer either. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I just you, a this clue. Is not I thought helpful. you said there were two spaffers, and well, it there turns is. out neither of them are. I'm Finnish. <laughs> so it's not Ronnie Peterson. Right. Would it be Kecky? Would he be about the right age? I think. 
thought he would be. He was later than was he later? later than seventy four. I think he. I think he came in around about seventy seven, seventy eight. I don't know when he came in, but he was still racing into the eighties. So you'd you'd think he was coming in later, wouldn't you? Yeah. And if he was born in forty eight, that would make him. Yeah, he's 70 not now. Old, is he? I think he's like 43, wasn't it? I think it was the first one 43 was. 43 rings a bell, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he's quite that old, is he? No. <laughs> Can we name another Finnish driver? Well, yes, but not from that era. Yes, that's <laughs> going backwards, not coming forwards. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid um, I am struggling. I think. I'd, I think Keki Rosberg is the only Finnish driver that was active in the 70s that we could go for. I can't name any others. Nope. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's wrong, but... So for half a point, you're going for Keke Rosberg? Are you Keke Rosberg? I am first Finnish F1 driver, Leo Kinnanen. Have heard of him. Bloody hell. <laughs> Santerio Nasty, you got us. <laughs> well done. That was um, that was a damn good one. Yes, was. very much so. Is that two weeks on the trot we've been yep. got? Oh, no, did yep, you not get weeks. it last we week? We didn't either. get last week. Oh, no. no, we didn't. That is, that is, oh, that is remarkably poor. Thank that you, Santeri. Yeah, tricky, very tricky. Brilliant one. If you want to send in a total shunt, then Lee kindly requests that you send a Twitter direct message to at a total shunt. Um, if you want to send a spare one for... Weeks when Lee hasn't promised someone that he'll read one out and I can keep them in reserve, you can email them to threelegspoorwheels at gmail.com and uh, you can get in touch with the show on that email address as well. Um, you can also tweet us at threelegsfourwheels or... At Sean Cowper. At Flood21. At Dan Dankleton. And at Pablo100, because Lee's at a total shunt. And uh, we're on Facebook as well. Look us up there. Give us a like. Facebook.com slash three legs four wheels. We're on Instagram. However, I must say, if you're not watching the race live on Sunday and you don't want to know the result, maybe don't look on Facebook either. I would say don't go on the internet. In full stop. Yeah. yeah. Don't go on the internet. Yeah. Avo- avoid the internet until you've seen the result. Yeah. Because uh, a friend of mine does does no internet. No, is it no internet Mondays when Game of Thrones is on? Um, someone has sex with a dragon. That's all you need yeah. to know, innit? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. The dragon is their sister. <laughs> <laughs> Who's also their best friend's dog. <laughs> this is why I've only ever watched one episode of it. I can't follow the incest patterns. <laughs> it's it's not as good as everything. They are many out. and varied. <laughs> <laughs> None of it's real, and it? it doesn't matter. There I'll you stick, go. I'll stick to watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, which you can find out mo- find out more about my watching habits because I'll be doing a lot of box sets this week by uh, listening by subscribing to our Patreon podcast. Yes, you can. How do you do that, Paul? You go to patreoncom slash 4 legs 4 wheels and you can sign up from as little as one dollar a month, and uh, everything that um, everything that you donate to us goes straight into the making of the show. Um, pays for things like microphones, cables, software licenses, more spare microphones. We're good at breaking them. Well, not intentionally. Not intentionally. <laughs> they're, good, they're good at breaking down on us because they, they get... They're good at breaking down because they get used to them off. They get that, they get that much use. Um, don't forget to join us for the live race blog if uh, you're able to on Sunday. That goes for you as well, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, we'll be back next week with a review of the 1000th race and our 199th show. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's, it's nearly a milestone for us. Two yeah. weeks' time, we'll be recording our 200th show. Did we do something special for our 100th show? Uh, yeah, we tried to do it live, but unfortunately the cables weren't working properly and we couldn't do it. So because we had Sean Kelly on as a guest and everyone could hear us but couldn't hear Sean. So the what a lot of people watched it live and then had to listen to it all over again just to hear the answers to the questions that we were asking Sean. Which is a good way to make sure we get extra hits. That's true, <laughs> yeah. actually. That did work. <laughs> we may do something live, we may not. Yeah, we'll we'll make it up on the spot. Yeah, we've got we've got we've got two weeks to decide. Um, but enjoy the race this weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. We will indeed. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.